Okay, week number four, we've discussed very briefly the idea of not being a stam adam, living as an individual, recognizing that the entire world was created each for each and every one of us alone, it would have been Kedai for the entire creation of the world. We learned about the value of being part of a seabor, like a leaf on a tree. Every Jew has, is an individual on one hand, has to see himself as an individual, has to see himself as the center of the world, and at the exact same time recognize, no, not at all, I'm really just part of a bigger cloud. I live for the seabor. I'm part of a congregation, and I can't survive if I'm not part of a tzibor. Those are the two contradictory, but always true at the exact same time, two ideas. Last week we spoke about the idea of malchus, about the kingship of Hashem in the entirety of the world and how we've lost that sense in the world. We have to use the world around us to understand what it was once like to have a king, and we do our best. And today we'll put it all together um, in the Vad Shlishi. Revolva is going to begin by darshaning a phrase that comes from Sefer Shmos. When Moshe is at the burning bush and Hashem introduces himself to Moshe the very first time, and they have a whole dialogue, Chazal say it took an entire week of back and forth, in which Hashem says, Moshe, it's time to go down to Bnei Yisrael, go back to Mitzrayim and redeem my children. And Moshe's like, oh, they're not going to want this back and forth. Finally, one of the questions that Moshe asks is, when they say to me, what's your name? They're going to ask me, who sent you? What should I tell them? What name should I use to tell them? And Hashem answers, Good, Akiah, Asher, Akiah, one of the names of the, I will be that which I will be. Says Revolba, starting on the second line in the Vad HaShlishi, Isa B'Chazal, Chazal Darshan, that phrase, Mahu Akiah, Asher, Akiah, what does it mean, I will be that which I will be? Chazal Darshan, Kishem She'ata Hove'imi, the same way that you, the people, will be with me, Kach'ani, I will be with you the way you be with me. I will act with you, Hashem says to us, the way you act with me. Chazal explained, If you, the Jews, open up your hands to tzedakah, if you open up your hands when someone knocks on your door and says, help me, and you open up your hand and help them, then I'll do the same when you ask me for something. You want to know whether or not I'll answer your request? You have something you want from me, Hashem says. So before I answer it, I simply say, what did you do when the same situation presented itself? When you were in the position of being a giver and someone asked you for help, did you give? I'll give to you. If you said no to your fellow Jew, then why do you want me to act towards you any different than you did to someone else? As Medrash quotes the Pasuk. And if you, the Jews, do not open up your hand, this is brought in the Ramban. Revolba now explains. This Medrash, Chazal are telling us, Hashem tzilcha al yad yeminecha. What does it mean? Hashem tzilcha, he's like your tzel. He's your shade by your right hand. What does it mean he's your shade? You stick up your right hand on the, on the wall, you see a hand. You stick up two fingers, a shade. The shade is literally just the reflection, your shadow of whatever it is that you're doing. Adamara etzbo, you show a finger, marim lo etzbo. Adamara yad, you show a hand, you, the, the shadow on the wall is an entire hand. This is the rule. How Hashem will act with us. Every way that Hashem responds to us is based on how we act first. So Hashem says, it's in your hands. It's totally in your hands how you are going to behave. We'll see many examples. Well, let's say the Gemara brings an example. 
irrelevant to uh, the Yom Adin, as we stand in judgment. Amarava, kol ha-ma'avira one of the most important Gemaras in all of Shas, not just for Elul, the entire year. Anyone who is ma'avir al-midosav. What does it mean to be a ma'avir al-midosav? Rashi's going to explain. Let's, let's read the Gemara. Kol, uh, like if, mm, let's read the whole Gemara. Kol ha-ma'avir al-midosav. Ma'avir in al kol pishav. If you could be ma'avir, if you could give up on your midos, so to speak, then they will give up, they will pass over all of your sins. Rashi explains, next paragraph, what does it mean? Hamavir al-midosav she'enu midaktek. He's not careful or particular. Limdod mido l'mitzarav, to give back the measure to someone who bothers him. In English, he's willing to give up. Someone does something to him that deserves a response. You did this to me, and he's willing to be Michael. He's willing to say, it's okay. I don't have to respond to every single thing. I don't have to do back to the person who did to me. Something happened to me, and I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing, meaning I have a midah, it's true. There is something that I have a right to respond to. And I'm ma'avir, I pass it over, I let it go. Well, guess what? When the Rebbe Shalom comes to the din of Rosh Hashanah, is there a Jew alive who can say that there's nothing that Hashem has a right to, to do something to us for? So what right do we have to say to do What right do we have to say? Okay, just let it go. It's okay, let it go. What right do we have to do that? So the Medrash says, the Gemara says, you know what right you'll have to do that? If you let it go, if you hold on to things, if you're measured with every person and you give them exactly what they treated you and you don't let anything go, what right do you have to stand in front of the Rebbe and say, let it go too to me? But if we are that kind of person, we are ma'avir al-midosav, says the Gemara, says Rava, then the Rebbe Shalom, af ein, then the Midas Hadin will also let it go. Last paragraph on the page. Ze Pesach Tikva. This is the opening of all of our hope. Likras Yom Hadin. We have a week. We're going to stand in judgment. And the Rebbe is going to look at us. He's going to look at every single thing that we've done. What hope do we have that he's going to let it slide? When he sees that we understood what it meant to do that with others in our homes, in our places of work, in our communities, with our rabbi, oh, we let it go, it's okay. What are we going to do with all of our averas if Hashem is going to be midaktek with us? What's going to be with us? So, Gilu Lanu Chazal, so Hashem, the Chazal revealed to us, we have the key, we have the ability. Hashem will treat us in judgment the way that we will treat others. You know, you take a class with them, you come to Shul Rosh Hashanah morning, you have Kippur morning, whatever it may be, and someone's sitting in your seat. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Someone's sitting in your seat. So a Jew's going to go over and say like, get out of my seat, this is my seat, how dare you sit here? And then turn to the Rebbe Shalom and say, please be forgiving, don't be such a medaktik with me. Well, how could you, what kind of business? It's a joke, right? So it's a joke when I say that, but we actually do that. We do that in other forms. What right do we have to stand in front of the Rebbe Shalom if the way that we turn to our friends is one way, and then we turn to Hashem and say, no, you treat me differently than I just treated him. But a person who is willing to let the guys in the seat can turn to the Rebbe Shalom and say, listen, I wasn't so perfect. Sometimes I sat in the wrong seat myself. You know what happens? Let it go. Let it go. Last three lines on the page. End of that line. If we will give up on our own midos, we're not particular people who indeed have bothered us. He's not talking about where you don't have a right. People have bothered us. They've done th- things to us. 
So then they will not be medactic with us. Last line, Zemachayev Zehirus Atsuma. This requires such a carefulness, Bemidos, Davka Behachana Liyamos Adin. This is an amazing thing. One would think, how do you get ready for Yemei Adin? What, what should I focus on? So most people, I think, would naturally say, the best thing to focus on, I should be focused on my tefillah, then Adam Lemakom, how I'm doing my mitzvot. That's what I need to be working on for the Adin. Says Revolve, another, read the Gemara. You want to know what you need to do during this last week? Be really careful in your midos ben adam lechavera. That's, that's what you need to do. It's also good to work on your tefillah and your tefillin and make sure you're doing mitzvahs with it. Yeah, that's also true. But really what we need is to work on ben adam lechavera this last week to make sure that we're willing to let things slide because that's what we're asking for. Who's, what Jew alive, again, is not really just asking Hashem to let things slide with the way that we've, been, we've, be, uh, we've behaved. You get top of the next page. Therefore, this is the week to be careful from anger, <coughs> being particular on things. If we're going to say, you are a, a slachan, who forgives, and our moichel, you, give, you uh, won't hold us accountable, you can be moichel certain things, then we need to be those kinds of people as well during this week. One last uh, beautiful medrash. Beautiful, beautiful magic. Vayibishu and Melech. So the Pasuk says we're all familiar. Vayibishu and Melech. When? What does the Pasuk say? There will be in Yeshur in a reference to Yisrael. When will there be in, in Eretz Yisrael a Melech? Behis Asef Rashi'am. When all the people gather together. So it sounds like the element of being a king is totally is contingent upon all the people being together. It says a beautiful magic. Kishi Yisrael shoven be'itza'achas milamata. When we are all together down here, then Shmo Hagadol, Hashem's great name is praised up uh, on in, on high. Says the Medrash, I want to go to a Medrash halfway down the, the, the paragraph of the Medrash. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai Omer, Mashal Adam, So I'll talk is outside. A Mashal to a person who brought two boats, and he said the king says to his people, I want you to bring me a palace. They say, great, we're happy to bring your body, build you a palace. He says, no, I want a palace, a unique palace. The palace that I want is on a ship. That's the palace that I want. They say, okay, we'll build you a palace on a ship. He says, no, the king says. The palace that I want is on two ships together that the foundation of my, two, of my palace should be on two separate ships out at sea. So they say, your royal highness, what in the world does that mean? How do you build a palace on two separate ships? So he says, there's only really one way to do that. The two ships need to be anchored to the floor beneath it, to the ocean floor beneath it, and they need to be tied to each other. If a palace is both anchored and tied to each other, you'll build me a palace. That's the only palace that I want. Says the Medrash, that's what the Rebbe Shalom says. You need to anchor yourselves to the Rebbe Shalom, to Torah. You're going to be anchored beneath, but you also have to be tied to each other. That's Kali Yisrael. If Kali Yisrael is anchored and tied to each other, then you can build a palace for Hashem. If everybody anchors themselves to Hashem, but the ships are not tied to each other, everybody goes in its own direction, then the palace collapses. There are two separate ships, the Medrash. It doesn't mean we're all on the same ship. It just means that all the ships are tied to each other and anchored to the same grounding beneath each other. Hashem says, that's the only palace that I want. And if you can't, tie yourselves to each other on separate ships, that's okay. But if you can't tie yourselves to each other, then you can't build me a palace. 
And so you could stand there on Rosh Hashanah and say, But if you look at the shul down the street and you say, they don't know what they're doing and they're no good and fed, only I have it, who are you tying yourself to? There's no palace. It doesn't work that way. Hashem does not want a palace of individual ships. He's not interested. When? When all of the Rosh Am are together. It's a big family. And the big family has to be tied together uh, in order for there to be a uh, king. After the paragraph, right? There is no king without a nation. And there's no nation without Achtos. Nations are comprised of many different people and different types of people. They just have to be able to get along together. You cannot approach the day of our king. When there is a distinction of our, within our hearts, amongst us. And this is a chiyuv, no ra, an awesome, massive chiyuv. That means there are two things that are required to get ready for the Yom Adin. On the one which we started, one has to be willing to give up on certain things. If you want to ask Hashem to give up and, give up and pass over, so to speak, our iniquities, then you have to be willing to do that to somebody else. And number two, you have to be able to get along with everybody. It requires Ahavas Abrius, love of mankind, and love of Redifus Hashalom, running after peace. Now, there's a, there's a big picture of macro and micro running after peace. There's micro running after peace within our own families, within our own communities, within our own shul. That's the starting point. But, and it also is then macro. It has to be amongst the different uh, communities of Yidin that we're all able to get along. You start, you start up close within ourselves, our families, our communities, our shul. But it has to be everywhere. There's no other way to stand on Rosh Hashanah, to be Likras Yom Adin, without a love of people and a love of peace. Let's finish up. The Rizal quotes, before every Every time a Jew davens, he puts on his tefillah and he starts tefillah, the Rizal said, the first thing you should do before your brachas, before anything, is be mekabel, I accept upon myself the mitzvah, I want to love every Jew. And if you think that you don't need to work on that and it comes naturally, then you don't know anything about Jews. You, you have to work on it. You have to want it. You have to think about it. Every morning, that Rizal said, you start davening, I, I want to accept upon myself the mitzvah, <laughs> if a Jew does not have this trait of loving mankind, Rebbe Shem is going to want your tefillahs. He, uh, he wants your tefillah. You just, you just got off the phone and yelled at this person and you won't talk to that person and you hate that person and you talk to Rebbe Shem and He doesn't want it. He's not interested. It's like any, any parent wants his children to be biachar, wants his children to be aligned together. They, they're different people, but they need to get along. You're going to yell and scream and leave one out of this, do this to that sibling, and then you turn to the father and say, this isn't a beautiful family? What, what are you talking about? So that's what the Rizal said every morning. Famous Gedush, you've ever seen anybody uh, at the end of Vekara Zel Zevim? People say, Vekara Zel Zev Yamar. So people turn, they, the, we're mimicking what the angels did in Shemaim. The Nikadesha Shemchab Olam, we should sanctify your name here. In the same way that they sanctify you up in Shemaim, we're there in Shemaim, Vekara, the angels call El Zev. They call to the angels and they say, 
Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. So why do we like actually play that out? We're very rare where we play out a certain scene. Why, why, why do we have to? Why do we have to do that? As we say, they, they call to each other. Why do we have to turn to the different sides? So the revolver here brings from the uh, the svarim that the hatam lazeh. Up in Shemayim, there's shalom amongst the angels. There's no fighting. There's no animosity. They get along. And therefore, when we want to be Mekadesh, His name, Hashem's name here, we need to be in peace and achdus. And therefore, you know what we're doing? We're looking around the room. Is there anybody that I haven't made peace with? This way? Okay, I'm good. This way, I'm good. Okay, now I can say like a malach. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Because if I can't look around the whole show, if I won't look to that side, if I won't sit with this guy over here, how can you be like a malach and say kadosh, kadosh, kadosh? So the minig Yisrael is, before beginning Kedusha, we, learn, we look around the shul, make sure that I'm okay with everyone. Okay, now I could be like a malach. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Imkach. That last line in the, in the second to third to last paragraph. Imkach b'chol tefila u'v'chol kedusha. If this is the way that we're supposed to begin every davening, v'yahavta l'recha kamocha. If this is the way that every kedusha, I need to look around the room and make sure that I can indeed be like an angel. Rosh Hashanah al achas kama v'kama. How much more so on Rosh Hashanah? You want an eitzah? You want a piece of advice to succeed on Rosh Hashanah? Make sure you can look around the entire community, uh, macro and micro, and be b'shalom. Then you could stand before the Tikva. Having good midos is not just a hope for us in Yom Adin. You cannot be mekabel malchus shemayim. You cannot claim Hashem as a king without it. Therefore, there's a double requirement. Lehis amets to strengthen ourselves in Chodesh Elul. To get away from anger, get away from kpeda, being makbid, being particular, not letting things go, being exacting with people, sinna and hatred and kinna and jealousy. Get away from it. Two reasons. A, how are you going to stand before Hashem and ask Him to forgive you if you can't forgive others? And number two, how are you going to declare Hashem a king if you don't know what it means to be, to be a nation? And you can't be a nation if you're not with Achdas. And the two main things of these ten days of between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, asking Hashem for forgiveness and declaring Him to be a king, both require not just spiritual elevation, it requires a communal elevation of being aware and sensitive, aware and sensitive to how we are acting amongst each other. Last paragraph, Bechol ha'inyanim ha'masim ha'drushim li'meid mirader. Yitachin, it's possible. She'ein chodesh elul azman le'islam dus k'moshana regilim b'chol inyanim ha'vodah. We think that we're getting ready for, you know, all of our spiritual endeavors, but really, all year round we have to be getting ready uh, for this entire, this element. And we'll just conclude outside in this idea of the midos, of being willing to be a forgiving person, is really indeed, shalom beinenu, the greatest tool that we have to get ready for uh, the Yemei Hadin. That is uh, our uh, start of the week. Our last week leading into Rosh Hashanah, to be able to be b'shalom, to be forgiving, to be letting things slide, even when we're, it's possible we owe somebody, we can, they did something to us, it's okay. Then we can stand before the Rebbe Shalom and declare him to be a king, and declare him, and ask him, beseech him, to be uh, kind with, uh, with us. We should all be zochah to these two beautiful midos as we get ready for uh, Rosh Hashanah. We'll have uh, next, next week.